Hello, welcome to Open the Door Podcast. I'm your host, Becca. Uh, this week is going to be a little different um, for a few reasons. First of all, this is going to be the last episode of season two. Um, I had hoped to continue through most of May, but as you can tell, I haven't posted anything in a couple weeks. Things have been really busy, and I expect them to continue to get busier and busier over the next, like... <laughs> four months. (laughs) And so this podcast, I'm going to explain why things are so busy. Um, and yeah, my hope for the future of this podcast and all that good stuff. So let's jump right into it then. So I just wanted to have an outlet to share the full story of, I mean, really the last decade of my life. (laughs) Um, yeah, so a lot of you might know bits and pieces of the story, so I hope this is a chance for you to hear all of it in one place. Um, back, but back, it started in uh, 2009 when Kairos Discipleship School students came and spoke about their program. Um, and Kairos is part of Rain Ministries, and that's when I first heard about Royal Servants, um, and that, that day just lit a fire inside my heart. Like I just, I knew that I knew that this is what God wanted me to do, um, with my life or next, whatever. Um, I still remember that day. I still remember the staff that I talked to or the student and I still talk, I still keep in touch with her. Um, which is just such a, a cool thing, um, to like still be able to connect with the person that started it all for me really. Um, but yeah, so it wasn't, um, the following summer, I had try. I was trying to go the summer of two thousand ten, but I didn't go to Nepal until until two thousand and eleven, um, and that's when I experienced my first mission trip. And I talked about that in my uh, one of the first episodes that I did, just my story of how I got started with missions. And oh, I, I have just been on an incredible roller coaster of faith and adventures, and um, over the last eleven years, like it's so crazy to believe that this summer will be my 11th year, like, not consecutively, obviously, um, but just my 11th year, like, working with rain in one capacity or another, um, and I'm so excited to say that I'll be on the hilltop, um, it's what we call training camp, which is out in Wisconsin, um, for rural servants, I will be there this summer, and I will be there because I have been officially invited and, and accepted, um, to join staff with Rain Ministries. So, yay! <laughs> that has just been a dream come true. Um, and that's what I wanted to talk to you guys about today, just like the fruition of this dream and how it came to be. Um, so, you know, I've been going on mission trips since 2011 with Rain. Um, mo- all but one of my trips have been through Rain Ministries. I did go to Columbia with my church in 2013. Um, but then... I went to, um, well, I did Kairos Discipleship Program, and I did that from 2014 to 2015. Um, during that, we went to Honduras, and then I, that's the summer that I went to Scotland as a staff discipler, um, basically a mentor. Um, I was in charge of four girls, um, and so I did that. And then in 2016, I did a spring break trip to Macedonia to work with the refugees. And then in 2017, that was the first summer I was a nanny um, to Ireland, and then I was on a four-year break, um, and I, it was specifically because 
I had a great summer. Like this is not a negative. Like I had a great summer as a nanny and in Ireland it was it was just a good summer. But I was tired. Like you know, there wasn't very many long spurts of time in the last, you know, I mean, at that point it was 6 years um that I had yeah, wasn't fundraising or I wasn't planning on a trip and I was just tired and I was really homesick at the end of that summer. And I just, I remember asking God and I wrote it in journals and prayers and I was just like, I, I want a break. Like, I just want to be home for a little while. Like, I'm just tired. And God answered that um, because although I, I had opportunities to go on other trips, I just never felt that it was my place or it wasn't my time to go. And I was just very content being at home and just like resting and chilling, you know. Uh, but also like during those four years, it gave me a glimpse of like, what it would look like to live, I guess, like a normal adult life. You know, you get a job, move up in that company. Um, and so that's what I did. I had gotten a job through the YWCA and, um, I started out with just being, well, the year before I had started out as a, um, program leader for like kindergarten elementary school. And then when I got back after Ireland, I was given an invite, I sorry, they offered me a position, um, as an office assistant and I gladly took that. And so I did those two jobs. I had another part-time job, um, like doing some financial work for, uh, they do a lot of things, but basically a retirement community here in the area. Um, and so I did that. I had some babysitting jobs. At one point I had five part-time jobs. It was was a crazy, um, like year and a half or so. And then, I, at some, at one point, I'm not going to even try to think of the dates. Um, I have a little bit of a headache today, so of course I would pick today to do this, but you got to do it when you have time. (laughs) Um, but I ended up moving up in my position with the YW and I was offered the director role of the program that I worked at, um, at that school. And so I gladly took, took that because I was like, uh, yeah, I get to be the boss and this is an amazing experience and opportunity and I was super excited for it. So I was able to scale back and uh, instead of doing five jobs, I did just that one. <laughs> um, and that was such a restful like year. <laughs> um, restful in the sense of I only had one job, uh, but being the boss and the director of a program, was it was stressful. It was an awesome opportunity and I loved my time there, but it was a lot. So all this leads up to 2020. <laughs> we all know what happened that year. <laughs> that year did a lot of... Did a, it did a number on uh, a lot of us, um, everybody. I feel like there's probably not one person that it really didn't affect. Um, if it didn't affect somebody, where were you living? Where were you hiding? <laughs> but um, it just com- it changed our jobs at the after school program, and uh, it was just a lot. But there were still a lot of good things that came out of that year too. Like it wasn't like the worst year ever. Like that was a great year. That was the year that I published my first children's book. Um, I had a, just like work was fun. Like it was stressful and it was scary, but I got to work more closely with some of my other colleagues and that was just like a fun time, like being closer to them. Um, and a friend was hosting a like friendship study book, um, just like taking friendships deeper. And there was a good group of us and we did it over zoom. So we were still able to like, you know, connect with people during the pandemic, but it was first during that study, uh, group study thing that 
I finally acknowledged to myself, like I finally sat down and thought about it. Cause one of the questions was like, you know, if you could do anything with your life, what would you do? Like, and so I really thought about it. I was like, what is my dream? Like if I could just stop this and pick up tomorrow, you know, what, what do I want to do? And there were, I mean, I had a lot of, you know, fun things like I want to learn pottery making and I want to learn how to ride a horse and just things like that. But like when I thought about like the big dreams of my life, like there were like two things that I wanted and it was work at the camp that I had spent a few summers working at over, you know, the last few years on my, you know, mission trip hiatus. Um, cause I loved that camp and I still do. I love Mission Meadows. I will forever hold a very special place in my heart. It was a great season, like working there and getting more experience there. And, um, God was just good to me in those retreats that I went and whatnot. But, um, that was, that was one thing. But then the other thing was be staff with Rain Ministries. And that was the first time I ever like really acknowledged that to myself. I think that was deep down a desire in my heart. Like I always thought like, oh, that'd be so cool. Travel in the summers, work for rain during the year. Like that would just be so much fun. Like I'd love that. But I never like thought maybe that it could be a possibility or acknowledge it to myself until that study. And that was like the spring of 2020 or early, early summer. Uh, July comes and I had, um, I had a month off from work. Um, and it was, that was a, it was a great time. Like having some, having a break from, you know, the stresses of just what program looked like and the changing program and the pandemic and whatnot. But, um, it was during that summer in July that I went through Bob Goff's book called Dream Big. And, uh, it's exactly what the title says it does. It just kind of gives you the tools and the reflections to make some big dreaming for your life. Um, and so I went through that book and again, like that, just the idea of like, I'd love to work with Rain again. I would like to be involved with missions. Like that's the only time in my life that I've ever felt happy and fulfilled like 100%. Um, obviously like it's hard being on mission, going on mission trips. Like there's that element of hard stuff, but like, I think I've said this in other podcasts, like it's, there's more fulfillment in the hard stuff. Like it's being, it's hard for a reason not just, I'm stressed out at my job and I'm just going to go to do the same thing tomorrow and the same thing tomorrow. Like it's just different when you're on a mission trip. Um, and so I, I just was like realizing during reading that book, like this is not what I want to do with my life. Like I do not want to just work nine to five Monday through Friday and save my money for the occasional vacation. And like, I, even, even in a job where I should like, by the world standards, I should have found fulfillment in it. I was working with children, which was great. And I did find a sense of fulfillment in that. Like it was a great position and I love, love, love the kids. Um, but you know, missions and going on mission trips in other countries, like that has always been so special to me. And so I started opening myself up to that possibility and, and thinking, you know, okay, maybe, you know, I'll give it one more year at after school and then I'll start thinking about, you know, leaving and, doing something else like it was it was gonna be like the long term like I was thinking my five-year plan like that's (laughs) that was my like in the future like in the year or two like that's when I was gonna leave um I did not have any plans or ideas to leave any time before that I was gonna stick it out after school like that's what I was gonna do and you know I mean I'm sure a lot of you know you tell God your plans and he laughs and says and actually no this is my plan (laughs) for you. Um, so I finished, I got, I actually had like five weeks off of work. And so I got back the like second week of August 
And it was that week that we had a, um, a meeting like on Monday, like, okay, everybody's back. And that's when our boss like sat us down and was like, this is what the school year might look like. (laughs) Um, you know, the pandemic changed a lot of things. And so we didn't really know what to expect. Um, but we had an idea of what it was going to look like. And he gave us that idea. And a lot of the aspects that I loved about my job, um, were going away and it was going to be, it was just going to be a lot more. And I just like remember sitting through that meeting and I was like, Oh my gosh, like I am, I am not even having the last five weeks off of work and like resting and just chilling. Like (laughs) that meeting, I was like, I don't have another year left in me. Like, I don't know about this. And so at the end of that meeting, our boss, um, well, I think actually we had, that was Monday. And then we had another meeting Wednesday of that week. And that's when we got even more information and like a lot more changes. And I was just like, ah, my brain, I just, I don't, this is not, I don't know. I don't know. So at the end of that meeting, our boss didn't, it wasn't like an ultimatum. I don't know how else to describe it, but he was like, listen, I understand that this is not what you guys signed up for. And so if, if you want to leave, I'm not going to hold it against you. Just let me know. Um, and so we got off that call and the four of us kind of looked at each other because, and we're like, dang, everything is changing. Like what's going to, what are we going to do? And me and my one coworker friend, we both, we both were immediately like, nope, (laughs) we're out of here. This is like, her and I have gone through very similar seasons. Like our lives kind of mirror each other. And so she was also going through a lot of like, this isn't what I want to do with my life. (laughs) Like, but not really making plans or efforts to change that. Just, you know, whatever. It's going to be what it's going to be. But if something else comes along. So we both kind of took that as our signs. Like we're done. Like my time here at after school is over. Like I felt a lot of peace in that decision. Like I felt like that was God being like, yeah, I know you were thinking maybe next year, but I have a different plan for you and you're going to leave now. And I was like, oh, okay, we're leaving. We're leaving now. Um, so I ended up staying like an extra like month and a half or so because I wanted to help get um, my coworker like settled because he was replacing me um, and like helping the program get the new school year program started. And then I left in um, September. And uh, yeah, God was so good to me during that time. Like, that was such a step of faith because I didn't, when I made that decision, I, it's not like I had another job or a mission trip planned. Like I was just like, I feel like God is saying it's time to leave now. So let's jump. <laughs> um, and so, I mean, thankfully I had like that month, like I, I did agree to stay. And so during that month, I, you know, I found a few part-time jobs. And so I started those before I even left after school. So by the time I was completely finished with after school, I was able to fully transition in. And I, so I didn't lose any weeks, like paychecks, like I was never like out of money. Like God really took care of me. Um, and I'm super, like, it was such a blessing because I was like, what have I done? (laughs) Oh, what? There's one of my favorite movies, um, The Mummy with Brendan Fraser, 1999, (laughs) But, like, there's one scene where one of the professors is, you know, um, he's covered in bugs because there's kind of plagues going on. And he's, what have we done? <laughs> I always quote that, like, whenever something like, like what, have I, what have I done? <laughs> um, <laughs> what has God done? <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing with my life? But I'm just going to trust you. Like, 
you said jump, I'm jumping. And he caught me. <laughs> um, and so, it, you know, I was like, I s- jumped into just all these more part-time jobs again. But this time was more of a, all right, well, what am I going to do next? I'm like, well, I just have part-time jobs. So, like, I can travel in the summer again. Like, you know, Kelsey always said if I wanted to come back as a nanny, just to let her know. So, I was, I think it was, like, December when I reached out to her. And I was like, hey, so do you need a nanny next summer? And she was like, um, yes. <laughs> so, I applied. And, of course, like, I, you know, I was accepted and, um, I jumped into, in January, I jumped into fundraising and I fundraised for the next, you know, few months and then, uh, was able to travel with them, um, as their nanny last summer to Guatemala. Um, there was a noteworthy kind of thing. So on all my trips with Rain Ministries and, um, I had never been like staff, like I'd been a nanny, I'd been a student, I'd been a staff discipler, but that was like just a step above a student, like you were like college aged, but I'd never been like senior staff, like helping to lead the team and, and take care of like getting the team going and stuff like senior staff roles are there's like trip leaders. And then there's people who like take care of the finances. They take care of medical stuff um, and cooking and food and stuff. I'd never done one of those roles. And up until like last summer, I didn't really have much of a desire to, I was like, I think I was just more afraid. I was like, that's a lot of responsibility and that's scary. Um, so it wasn't something that I like was actively seeking out, but there was like three days last summer, um, before we left that it was looking like the kids and, and Kelsey were not going to travel. And so I wouldn't need to be a nanny. And so instead I had was like, well, I could be senior staff. Like I, I'm already raising the money. Like I I already have like almost all of it. Like, I don't want to just like hold on to it next year. Like I'm ready to go somewhere this summer. Um, and so, like, I was, like, 100%, like, I was excited. I was, like, wow, senior staff, like, that sounds really cool. Like, I've never done that before. Like, I'm, I'm finally, like, yeah, I could do that. I'm ready for that. Um, and then things changed because it was still the pandemic and that, like, everything changes, like, every five seconds. Um, and so Kelsey and the kids were going to go, and so it was back to being a nanny. And I was, like, okay, like, that's fine, too. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm totally fine. I was willing and, and I was going to do the senior staff thing, but... I get to still be comfortable and be the nanny and like, that's totally fine. But at least that I knew I was like, but I could do it. I think I'm ready. Like I could be ready to do senior staff. Like that's something that I would like in the future. So, you know, I went to Guatemala. Um, all of last year in 2021, like specifically, I mean, I think it was in the spring, but it could have started. I mean, I guess it technically did start when I left my job at the Y in 2020, but, um, just, I had the sense that, like, a change was coming, and I had very wise spiritual friends also, like, mimic that same idea, like, yeah, I can just sense, like, God has a purpose for you, and there's something coming, and you just, like, hold on and wait for him, and that was something that he kept, like, reminding me of, like, during the summer, um, it was, like, very specific, like, you know, focus on your role this summer as a nanny. Like, I know, like, this was what I felt God was telling me. Like, I know you you want more, um, and you want more for your life. But, like, this is what I have you doing now. So just wait. Hold on. I do have something for you. Just trust me. Um, and so I did. Like, I just trusted God. I waited on him. And um, 
had a great summer because I was able to focus on my role as a nanny and not like, Ooh, what's coming next? Um, so yeah, so came home from the summer and I was like, all right, well, can I start thinking about what it is now, God? Like, <laughs> what what's next? What is this like change coming that I feel like you're telling me um, what's going on? And so I just spent the next few months like, I'm obviously like working and stuff, but just praying into that. And like, I just kept seeking God and kept worshiping, kept praying, kept reading my Bible, kept journaling, like just doing what I know I was supposed to do. All the while waiting for God to like show me what was next. Um, and I did have like, I have a friend who was a missionary and I did like set up a meeting with her missions coordinator and like seeing what it might look like to join them. And, um, although it was a great experience, I, I, I had no peace about that direction. Like, I was very much like, this is not, nope, this is not for me. Um, so I feel like God was like, that's a nice idea, Becca, but that's, I, no, that's not what I have for you. And I was like, okay. Um, I got a little sidetracked in my, like, you know, seeking God for what that change was. Because um, you know, if you don't know, um, but my Nana died in October and we were super close, and that was just super, really um, devastating and hard for me. I have never lost um, a family member that I was close to. Like, I've lost great-grandparents when I was little, um, so I didn't really have much of a relationship with them because I was so little. Um, so this was the first, like, real loss and real grief that I've ever experienced, and it was just, like, a really hard season. Um, it just felt really dark and lonely, and it was just, like, a lot of, like, tears and crying out to God. And, like, why did that have to happen? Where are you? And I feel like God just really was sweet with me and gave me the space to experience all of the emotions that I experienced. Like, that's something that I've learned with God. Like, he's so big. Like, he can handle our anger. He can handle handle our grief and our sorrow and our joy. Like, he, he wants us. He doesn't want – I don't believe that God wants to – us to stifle our emotions like he gave us our emotions for a reason and uh that's kind of hard for me because I don't really like expressing a lot of emotion like I can be happy and excited but I don't like to cry in front of people (laughs) um I don't like to be angry like anger is is something I mean outside of like road rage (laughs) because I feel like everybody has that to some extent um I don't, like, it takes a lot for me to get, like, really worked up, especially around other people. Like, I'm pretty good at keeping my cool. Um, but, like, during that season, I, I experienced a lot of different emotions, and I showed that to God. And he was, like, you know, didn't get angry at me when I was angry at him. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I didn't, it was hard to think about the future when I was just so consumed by the present and my present grief, and I, that was okay. But in January, I finally started feeling better. I was, you know, like, okay, I think I can refocus my my mind a little bit. I'm not as consumed as I was um, for, you know, November and December. And so I was like, all right, God, let's get back on track here. And I'm going to start praying into what that change was like. And yeah, like flesh, my flesh and like human desires. I was like, I need a change. Like I, this needs to happen now. I don't. I don't want to stay in this, like, doldrum of, like, where I was at that point. Because at that point, it's hard. it was hard to, you know, do anything without thinking about Nana and, like, 
that she wasn't home. And I was just like, I, I need, I need a change. Like, I mean, I wanted a change before, but I was like, I need one now. Like, all right, God, like, please like show me what you got. Like I need to have something else to like, keep, like think about and move for move towards. Like I'm just stagnant right now. And it's, it's just like, I don't like it. <laughs> um, and so, so, <laughs> Uh, let's see, when was it? It was like in February. Um, yeah, it was in February. It was at church one Sunday and I was just worshiping, I was praying. And I just had this like thought come into my mind and it was so random, which that's why, that's how I know it's God because I wasn't thinking about, I was literally only thinking about the music we were singing. And then I just felt like God was asking me, what has stopped you from joining staff with Rain Ministries? Um, like, ask myself that. Like, what's stopped you? And so I thought about it, and I had a few different, like, thoughts and feelings about it. I was like, well, I mean, I didn't believe that it was God's time yet. Like, I truly believe that. Um, but if I had any control of it, <laughs> what, what, what had stopped me? And what had stopped me, and what I realized was, I had been waiting for rain to magically or spiritually magically um, just know to invite me. <laughs> Anybody else do that where you're just like, I'm expecting God to just magically open this door. Like, I'm not going to have to put any effort into it. It's just going to open and I'm going to magically know that it's God and be like, yes, this is what I'm doing. Um, and I just feel like, I mean, sometimes I feel like he does do that where something just comes out so randomly and you're like well that was God like that totally happens um but in this specific scenario in my life I was kind of like well that's I feel like that's what I was waiting for I've just been waiting and waiting for that I'd never like told anybody on staff like never really talked much about that like that it's my desire like to join like (laughs) I never talked about that um and I kind of funnily, funny equated it to like flirting. <laughs> like how does a person know that you're interested in them if you don't flirt with them or like somehow express that interest? Like, so I was like, you know, I was so willing to go and like check my, my friend's missions organization. And like, I reached out to them and I set up an appointment and I went and checked it out. And like, I was so eager to do that. But what, what was keeping me from doing that with like an actual organization that I have experience with and enjoy and love and have said that it's my desire to work with them. <laughs> so I was like, this doesn't, that doesn't really add up back up. Like in my head, I was like, that doesn't really make sense. Um, I didn't really think about it much the rest of the day. And then the next day, Monday, again, like just all morning, all I could think about was reaching out and like, and then I was like, you know what? I just need to do it. <gasps> I need to jump I need to just send a message and like get that started and whatever happens happens. And if there's no opening or no room for me now, at least they know. And so maybe next year or something like that, if something comes up, then we'll know, you know? So I was like, just there's, what's the worst that's going to happen? They're not ready for me to join. Oh no. I'll just like, it's fine. So I texted Kelsey. Um, and I was like, I was so like low key. I was like, Hey, 
is there a potentially maybe you know an opening on staff or like how would I go about that if there was a place for me you know maybe if you know (laughs) using all those words and she like responded back and she was like you could just tell in her like her textbook she was excited she was like yes there is this is who you talk to for sure like I was like okay so then I did the same thing and I reached out to the next person and I was like hey, maybe what if what I do, like, if there's a place, how would I maybe, you know, like, I'm like, I don't want to seem like desperate, but like, you know, and then she was like, oh my gosh, yes, like, let's set up a time, let's talk, and so we scheduled that day for the next week, um, like, to Zoom with her and another staff, and so that day came, and we, we talked, and I just told them where I was coming from, and like, what I feel like God had been telling me, and you know, what, what I would, how I could view myself at rain and like what I feel like I could do and just, you know, a lot of talking and dreaming and they were excited and I was excited. And then they said, all right, well, um, if this is still something that you want to, you know, pursue, we'll send you the application and it's kind of extensive. And so just kind of go at your own pace, like however long it takes you. And we might check in, you know, in a couple weeks or so, see how it's going. But, um, you know, just when you're ready for that, just ask. And I was like, okay. And then I kind of let things stagnate a little bit from maybe, oh, I don't know. Maybe it was just the rest of that week. Like, that might have been, like, a Wednesday or something and um, that weekend. And then, like, I just, like, I knew. I knew that I needed to apply. Like, there, that wasn't a question. Everybody else that I was talking to also said the same thing. Like, don't wait too long. Just get that started. <laughs> like, and I was like, okay, Becca, you need to just, like, you need to ask for it like you need to get that done stop procrastinating like there's no reason not to I'm not feeling any sort of sense of like this is not what God like it's everything is pointing to do this go go like I feel like I was like go I said go I opened the door like walk through it like this is what you wanted <laughs> and I still was kind of like is it maybe I don't want to be wrong <laughs> um I, I had listened to a podcast from Jess Connolly go and tell girls I think um and they were talking about how some, we as women can be so, like, doubtful of ourselves. Like, did I hear God right? Maybe if, um, I'm like, that's, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> um, so I finally just, like, I think that, like, that next Monday morning or something, I emailed them and I was like, I'm ready for the application. Like, let's go. And so I think I got it done, like, two weeks. Um, I had a trip with a friend coming up and I was like, okay. My goal is to at least get half of it done by the time we leave. And I got it all done. So that was even better. <laughs> so then I didn't have to worry about that um, during our trip. And I was able to just rest and relax. And that was a great experience. But um, yeah, so they got my application. Then I had sent, you know, was working on sent, getting my eight references um, all mailed in and getting that all done. And that got done pretty quick too. And so we had set up um, my interview, in-person interview for at the end of April. And so I made a trip out there. I drove out to Minnesota. Um, I was gone for like a week. It was such an awesome trip because I was able to stop on the way out there and on the way home in Chicago. Um, I got to experience a little more of Chicago. And I got to see uh, two of this, well, they're not like they're adults now, but they were students on my Scotland trip. Um, the one, the, the wife, the girl, she was my, um, sorry she was my uh one of the girls that I mentored that summer um and they had met that summer and now they're married and they they're it was Kate and she I, I was like oh yeah she you guys if you had followed the podcast you know it was Kate um she now works they work with National School Project um and so I'm just 
it was super great to like catch up with them and they took me a little bit into the city so I can finally say that I have experienced Chicago other than um driving to it and flying out of it like what I've done every other time um because I've been to Chicago a lot just not really actually been there anyway um yeah so I went out to Minnesota I stayed with um the family that I nannied for and I also got to stay a few days with my host family when I lived out there for my discipleship program. So super great to see a bunch of people. I got to see Lydia, who I nannied with last summer. Um, it was just like, it was just so great seeing people again. I saw all the kids again and just made my heart so happy. And then um, Monday and Tuesday, I went in for my in-person interview. Um, Monday was just like lots of like questions and asking me how I work, you know, in like an office setting and a team setting and whatnot. And um, I just like want to shout out to rain like they love their people and they take care of their people and they want to know the best way that they can care for for you or for me you know um and I just was like so like stunned by a lot of their questions because it wasn't just like how do you work in an office setting it was okay if there's an issue how do I address it with you without making you feel like you're in trouble or you did something terribly wrong um and it was just so like so different than what I had ever experienced in an interview before and it was just it was so great I was like this is definitely where I want to be like I feel cared for and I haven't even like been invited to join staff you know it's just great um so then they they told me like the next the process would be to um they're gonna go to the board and you know once they have an official decision they'll call me um and that was like Tuesday and they said they would should know by the weekend and I was like okay um I started my trip back home on Wednesday, and so it was Wednesday night, and I was in Chicago with my friends, and um, I got the call, and they were like, we'd like to formally invite you to join staff, and I was like, yes, did I say that fast enough? Yes, 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 um, for sure, and so I was like, great, so I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, I am officially staff with Rain Ministries, like, <laughs> my mind is blowing up, like, what is this? This is so exciting, um, oh, it's just like, it was such an amazing, like, my drive home, like, I just spent that day just, like, thank you, God. Like, this is, I can't even believe this. <laughs> I can't believe that this is real life. Like, I've spent the last two years wishing for this, hoping for this, dreaming for this, and it's happening. Like, it's gonna happen. And I was like, wow. <laughs> God is so good. God is so cool. He was so faithful, and I'm seeing that now. And the ever since like the last couple weeks have just been like, I feel so much of that faithfulness of God and like be sitting in that, this position now, like it's kind of this like in between place. Like I'm, I'm not waiting anymore necessarily. I'm still kind of waiting, but I'm, I know where I'm going now. I finally have a direction and I feel like I haven't had direction in a long time. Not like a permanent direction. Like obviously whatever God's will is. Like, I don't know what the next one to five to 10 years is going to look like for my life. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, like I'm heading out to Minnesota and I'm going to join rain and I'm not planning on leaving. <laughs> like I'll, I'll be there until God says it's time to leave. Like I'm ready to put roots down. I'm ready to fully commit and just jump in. Like the last six years of my life have been leading me to this moment and I'm ready. Like this has been a great season, um, being here in Western New York and being home. Um, it's been a season of absolutely amazing growth in my life. And I feel like so, so, so much closer to God now than I did when I first moved out here. Um, 
God has just been so faithful and good to me. And I've had a lot of good experiences and I've just learned a lot. And I'm ready to like put into practice everything that I've been learning. Um, and I'm, I'm excited. Like I'm really, really excited to be on staff with Rain. Like I still kind of feel like, I feel like I need to pinch myself. Like, <laughs> but it's this God is so good. And I'm so grateful and humbled and thankful and and whatnot. So yeah, so that is the long version of what has led me to right now. Um, and so now going forward, what does this look like for me and the podcast? Because I do want to talk about that too. <laughs> um, I am in transition. So what that looks like is I have piles and piles of random things in different areas of my house that I'm planning on selling. Um a yard sale at some point this summer. Um, so I'm trying to downsize, trying to figure out what to take and what to leave behind and, and whatnot. Um, sadly, that also means I'm, I have made the decision to part with two of my kitties. Um, I love them dearly, but I just can't give them what they need. Um, my one cat is very affectionate and needs like constant attention. And I'm just like, I don't have the mental capacity sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm really tired. Also, I travel a lot. And it's hard to find people to watch three cats. <laughs> and especially when I will be tra- traveling every summer. Um, hopefully, you know. I don't... It's just going to be a lot. And it'll just be easier. I'm hoping it'll just be easier to find one place for one cat. Versus one place for three cats. Or three places for three cats. <laughs> um, so that is something that y'all can be praying for is that I can find homes for my two, my two guys. Um, it's a sad decision, um, but I know it's best for them and it's best for me just with all the change coming up in my life. Like, um, I'm moving to Minnesota at some point and moving halfway across the country with three cats was not, I was not excited about that idea. (laughs) So I'm still not really excited about it with one cat, but I, I'm just more connected with Evie and she matches my temperament the best. Um, and so she'll be staying. I hope I'm planning. I'm hoping that she can, I can work with, work it out for her. Um, yeah. Anyway, so, uh, right now I am fundraising for about 1500 to $2,000 and that will cover all my summer expenses. Um, so my bills, um, but mostly it will cover my traveling expenses, which are a lot lower this summer versus like last summer because I'm just staying stateside but I'm planning on going to training camp for a month um and so I will need gas money to get out there because I have decided to drive um because I have they asked if I would um be flexible at the end of the summer and if they need somebody to stay behind then I will be one of those people um and so I decided to drive that way I don't have to worry about like changing flights or anything like that and I can be you know in charge of when I leave and I also <laughs> I can bring more things to training camp which is a nice perk about being staff is you can you have access to like a power cord so I can have power in my tent because we sleep in tents all summer um so I could bring like a fan I could bring like a chair like <laughs> I'm thinking I'm not gonna go overboard but I'm definitely gonna bring a few like luxuries and a folding chair is a luxury so <laughs> Uh, that gives you any idea of what training camp's like. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. But yeah, so that's my summer plan. Um, I'll get back around the first week of July. 
and then I'll for the next like week or so um I'll just be like working and kind of transitioning um because actually just one more reason why I felt like God was is literally pushing me out of New York um and closing all the doors um because I you know planning in my head I was like okay at some point I'll leave my job with Instacart like I'm going to move and I'm going to be joining full-time ministry. Like I don't need the job. So eventually when I move, I'll quit. Um, and then a couple weeks ago, uh, I got, it was like the week before my interview. Um, I got an email from my company saying that they were dissolving our jobs and that's the short version. And I'm going to leave it at that. And I was like, Oh, okay. So July 17th, I will not be employed (laughs) with Instacart, but in um, just like a fancy little way, I'm getting a severance check. And I was like, oh, well, that is, I was not expecting that when I left. So there's just one way where God's like pushing me out, but he's also providing for what I'm going to need. Um, so that's going to be super helpful. So come like halfway through July, I will be, um, I still have, I'll still have a couple of my part-time jobs, but I won't have like, that's the main one, um, which I was a little nervous about financially, but I'm also excited about it because then that will open up my schedule a little bit more. And I, a lot more. And I can focus really more on fundraising because in July I have a, um, a fundraising boot camp that I'll be going to, but that is when I'm going to be jumping into fundraising for full-time support. And what that means is I'll need my monthly budget covered, um, by gifts. So instead of, I need $5,000 for the summer, I'll need $2,000 a month, like, or whatever that's going to end up looking like, which I'll have to figure out closer to the summer because I don't really know what that's going to look like yet because I don't know how much like rent is going to be or where I'm going to live when I do move to Minnesota. Um, so there's a lot of things to figure out over the next, um, you know, four months or so. Um, so if you guys need to be praying for me in that transition, um, just a recap of my prayer requests, um, prayers that I can, I can get the, you know, two grand that I need for June and July's expenses. Um, cause I will be in July, I will be tra- traveling to Arkansas for that boot camp. And so I'll have my flights to take care of to that, but I do have a place to stay there. Um, there's a new staff joining rain at, at the same time I am, and she's also going to be going to the boot camp, and she lives in Arkansas. So it's like working out perfectly. I'll just go like stay with her and like we can travel together to this boot camp. So that's a cool blessing too. Anyway, so yeah, so praise that I can fundraise, um, for my summer expenses before I leave for training camp, uh, prayers that I can find a home for my two kitties, before I leave for training camp. So that's, um, I have about a month. Yeah. Literally one month to find a new home for them. Um, I'm a little nervous about it just because like, I mean, it's a sad decision, but also like with the time constraint, like I have a month before I leave and I need to find a home for them. I'd rather find a a permanent home for those two and a temporary home for Evie for the summer before I leave. Cause I obviously like I have a lot of friends who could come and watch them, but I don't want to leave them home alone for a month. Like that's, that's not nice. So (laughs) prayers that I can get, um, that lined up. Um, and then just prayers for me. There's just like a lot going on and lots of transitions, lots of things to get ready for. And just, it's just like a lot and can be overwhelming when I get too stressed about it, but I'm trying to just like do what I can when I can. And God's going to take care of what he's going to take care of. And I'm trusting him. Like he's not going to leave me high and dry. Like he's brought me this far. He'll continue to provide and lead me. And, um, I'm excited to go training camp this summer. Um, one, one way I just wanted to like encouragement of like, I've felt like God's taking care of me. Um, I had a, I 
an eye issue um, in April and then just the other day. And so I called the eye doctor and they got me in this morning and they were like, yeah, we'll get you in immediately because that's not something to mess around with. And so all weekend I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go blind. <laughs> I have this crazy thing. What's going to happen? I can't afford glasses. Like, I was like, I was starting to freak out, but I was also trying to temperament with that with like, God will take care of me. It's going to be okay. But what if? So I went this morning and praise God, nothing is wrong with my eyes. Um, everything checked out. Um, they just said that I have ocular migraines and you can get those without actual pain. And so that's what I was experiencing. I was like, oh, okay. Well, you learned something new. Um, so yeah, so I'm just like super thankful to God. Like, obviously I'm thankful nothing is wrong, but I'm also thankful I don't have to like spend a couple hundred dollars on glasses or something like, ugh, no thanks. I don't, I don't want to do that right now. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, so that's just one way I've, I've seen God taking care of me, um, and meeting my needs. And yeah, so I am so excited about this transition and I'm just want to end with this encouragement that if you're in that waiting season, whether you're waiting for, if you're single and you're waiting for your spouse to show up, I'm right there with you. Um, if you're married and you're trying to have children and you're waiting for that to come to fruition, I, I understand, I, I said, don't like understand, not understand that, but I get that longing. Like I want to be married and have kids. And I understand that. Um, if you're waiting for God to show you your path that you're supposed to take, like whatever we're waiting for, cause I feel like we're always waiting for something. Um, God is faithful. And I love the, like, even when I, you know, there's that song, like, even when I can't see it, you're working. It's like, that's so true. And I feel like I have so much more peace now than I have the last couple of years. And I mean, it's because I know like God was working the whole time. Um, and I, I hope that I can take that, this lesson into my future and when the next, like whatever the next big thing is that I'm going to be waiting for to not like despair because it's not happening, but to just completely trust God that like, he's going to take care of it in the season that I'm in. Um, he's trustworthy and he's capable and he's faithful and he's not going to forget about us. Um, but in doing and saying that, like, we also, we need to be faithful as well. We need to be seeking God and seeking God looks like just like dwelling in his presence, reading the Bible, praying, worshiping, gathering with the saints, going to church, going to Bible studies, going to worship nights, listening to Christian music. I'm not saying like not doing that stuff's bad, you know, but like we need to be putting in the effort if we like, we need to sow the seeds if we want to see the harvest, um, there's a Hebrew word, kavah, Q-A-V-A-H, um, and that's been super encouraging to me over the last couple of years. It means to wait, but it's an active waiting. Um, it's not just sitting and waiting and twiddling your thumbs, but it's like pursuing God, entwining your heart with God, binding yourself with God. Like, It's such a beautiful picture of like what waiting should look like. Like there's another song, worship while I'm waiting. Like, you know... That's what we need to be doing. And someday the waiting is going to end and it's going to be great. Anyway, yeah, just a little encouragement for you if you're waiting. Um, yeah. So that's my long-winded um, story of the last 11 years of my life. Thank you for listening. Um, and I don't know when I'll be picking up the podcast next as, you know, obviously I will be busy. But please find me on uh, social media on Instagram. You can follow my adventures and I'm sure to post a lot there. Um, yeah, and if you would like to be a part of my email list, um, 
about like what I'm doing, please reach out to me here on the podcast or every platform or social media and send me your send me your email address and I can add you to that. I'm hopefully getting that out in the next month, like before I leave. Um, so yeah, lots of exciting changes and I hope to be back with you guys sometime in the fall. Um, we're just going to have to see, like I do plan on doing season three. I just don't know when, just cause there's going to be a lot going on. So I hope you all have an incredible summer. Like I said, please reach out and connect on social media and we can stay engaged and then you can be one of the first to know when season three starts. All right, bye.